Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Kennedy with Coffee. And we're back. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Last week, or last few days of summer. That's it. It's over. Summer is over. Except for us Bay Area Cali people, or Cali in general, we get an Indian summer, as they call it. It's not going to completely go away just True. yet. True. It'll be True. a hot watch. We'll probably get a heat wave. But you know what I'm excited about? Like pumpkin everything. Pumpkin candles, pumpkin... Pumpkin, Ooh. all the pumpkin things at Trader Joe's, Ooh. the pumpkin ginger mini cones. I can't wait like pumpkin, uh, you know, pie with ice I cream. I love pumpkin yes. things. I, I love, do too. I, di- I didn't used to. I love pumpkin pie a lot. There's like a really good dessert. Oh, I'll have to do it. I'll have to do it for like a full day of eating for sure. One of some of my, I'll do like a, a fall inspired youtube video because i have like a pumpkin dessert that i do that's clean with cocoa whip and a little bit of canned pumpkin nutmeg i think i remember that a little bit so good with some granola yeah you could do it with faye and just add in some pumpkin pie seasoning you know what's good about that it's like you feel like it's like you're eating something guilty but it's actually good for you yeah all the ingredients are good for you that's the trick that is for sure the trick so um yes it is thank you guys for subscribing because i have now surpassed twenty thousand subscribers on youtube so thank you so much for everybody who listens and supports our show and supports my channel keep growing we appreciate you guys so much i mean you have no idea so thank you because um it felt like the first 10k was a climb very slow yeah but the second 10k came pretty quickly your people are pushing you yeah They're so pushing us come I, on you guys let's go let's grow I this truly thing. truly appreciate it <clears throat> yes um also i wanted to say to the person if you're listening who uh, startled me in campbell oh, the car show. We'll <laughs> i'm sorry car if show. i looked like startled i was like oh my gosh do i not know who she is like i thought it was like a friend i didn't recognize but it was a follower yeah anyways yeah. sorry about that i was like startled and was like whoa and just kind of kept walking it was busy it was a busy day yeah you know? it was busy it was a car show and um, hundreds of people out packed i love Glenn. that show on the walk to the restaurant a couple of people like screamed out my name so i was like oh my gosh like who, who am i missing someone you know what's weird with the social media world I legitimately forget, like, do I know that person, know that person, or do I just know that person from social media, but they don't really know me? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I, I, it's like it's cloudy. Yeah. Like who you really know and don't know. Yeah. And, you know, as we're growing, you're going to get staff to recognize more and more. You get a lot of fans around San Jose. People recognize you. It's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Because, I mean, I go to, like, the same places, so they kind of know where to pay attention like oh i wonder if janine's gonna be here because yeah. if it's luna you might see me if it's antenna row you might see me yeah we're like creatures of habit same places <laughs> yeah for sure simpletons oh my goodness so you guys are actually hearing this on monday we're recording it a little early just to give you some perspective i have not gone out of town yet i'm going to be leaving out of town and i will recap my trip on friday's podcast episode I bet you it's going to be a fun trip. So we are going to do the Vanderpump crawl. Oh, nice. Because Lisa just binged all of the seasons of Vanderpump Rules after Scandaball. So she wants to go to Sir, which we've been to many times. Good food. She wants to go Good to food. Tom Tom. We're going to do Schwartz and Sandy's. All the spots. There you go. It's Enjoy. a Vanderpump crawl. And I'm going to vlog it, like I've said. Um, what are you doing while I'm gone? Besides taking care of the dogs. <laughs> 
my usual gym, workout, train, probably go to the academy because I haven't, I missed two crucial classes this week. Yeah. The boxing coach is probably like, dude, where you been? Yeah. Make sure you keep good eyes on Phoebe. If you cannot watch her, she's got to be in her crate. I I'd rather her be crated more. Look who's talking over here. Well, no, because she's, she eats everything. I know. She puts everything in her mouth, cloth. Anything she sees Besides on the ground. the point. The rule is if you're not watching them, put them away. Yeah. Especially her. She's so anyways, make sure because you know I'm a little paranoid about leaving. I'm always, I'm a little, I get a little anxious and I haven't left in so long that it gives me a little anxiety. Yeah, but I weird. need to go because of that. Yeah. You need to go. You, you need know? to get out of town. Um, we went, our first trip out of town together was L.A. Mm-hmm. Remember, remember, I I, pl- I planned it and we did because I love to do like the LA hotspots. And at the time, the hotspot was Geisha House. Yes, because it was on all the reality shows. It was on the hills. Geisha it was House. on Girls Next Door. We went to Geisha House and we went to Ava Longoria's restaurant. What was that restaurant called? Beso. Beso. That was well, a hotspot. Yeah, but we didn't get engaged on that trip. No, but no, that's no, why that. that was a special place and why we. You took me back there to get engaged because that was our first trip out of mm-hmm. town together. We weren't even official. No. We were just dating at the time. And I forgot and what happened. I think you just said, hey, you want to go out of town? I was having some drama I think I, in I my life. You sh- were having some drama. Some shit at work. And we just, I just said, do you want to just go out? Do you want to just leave town? <laughs> and, and that was that. We just were like, let's do it. And I See planned you. a quick trip. We stayed at the W. We, we went had shopping. zero drama for our first trip out of town. It was so fun. That was like a hammered. lot of fun. We, didn't we crack a table? Bottles at Okay, we did. We, we, I didn't want to wait in line to get into the club at the W, so I got a table. Remember? Yeah, it was packed. And then I got so drunk. Do you remember in the W Hotel, there was like a high window with a ledge? And I, cl- I was like climbing up on top to sit on the ledge so we could look out the window. And I completely just fell off of the ledge. Yes. Like from a high ledge. Yeah, I kind of remember that. Yes. I remember feeling it the next day. Like, That's right. Oh, my God. What a klutz. Yeah. We had fun, though. Good Such, old times. Yeah, that was a good, fun trip. I remember. You really find out if you want to be with that person, yeah. if you're compatible. Travel yeah. with them. Go out of town with them one time. If it's a miserable trip, end that. Yeah. Go your separate ways. And that was the trip that I started to like, go, oh, wow, yeah, I have feelings. On the trip was so fun that when I dropped you off, I remember coming home and dropping you off and being sad. And that was when I was like, oh, no, I'm sad. I'm not like, get out of my car, you know, a road trip and everything. Yeah. yeah. And we were like not sick of each other. Mm-mm. We weren't. Got along real good, had fun. So then on that trip... That is when we planned to do the pool parties, opening pool parties. That was a big deal back then to do to go to the first day that the pool parties opened. Big, big deal. Big deal. Like, like it's like imagine you being a little kid and your oh. parents tell you, "We're going to Disneyland yeah. for for the opening season." Yep. You're not gonna be able to sleep the night before, like a no. little kid. That was like, I wish I could get that feeling back. I know, me too. That feeling was the best feeling. Anyways, that's when we planned like to go like together yeah that was on on the la triple i think you probably thought like okay i think we are kind of like getting along i don't i think it'll be fun and so we we kind of talked like let's do it and so we went on the we went on the pool party 
trip. Mm-hmm. And we still weren't official on that trip. We were still dating. It was right after that trip that we kind of knew that we became official. Not kind of knew. We, we became like exclusive yeah. after that trip. Yeah. When we got back from that trip. Yes. But like this, because I came across that picture um, that I have up on the screen. That's the picture we took at the Hard Rock at rehab. Oh, wow. On that trip, on the opening day of rehab. Look, you have no tattoos on your chest or anything. Stomach. I was blonde. I I got them as we're together. (laughs) Huh? Yeah. I said I got more as we're together. Yeah. Yeah. You you were already getting, you were getting your arms, you were getting... You were getting diesel and stuff on your arms, but you hadn't yeah. done your, your chest yet. But I came across that picture and I thought, wow, that's crazy. So it was like an L.A. to Vegas. And then we became, after six months of dating, yeah, we became. They didn't rush it. Most people go on most, two, three dates yeah. and they're already official. That's too quick. That's crazy. I can't do that. I'm not one of those people that date you for a couple of weeks. and I just don't do that. I got to get to know someone. I got to really see. I think traveling with someone is a big deal. Big deal. That's that's a huge deal. I think that's when we kind of catapulted. We had done overnights like yeah. in San Francisco, mm-hmm. but traveling, especially a road trip, and then to yes. travel on a trip like Vegas, wild party trip with a lot of girls and guys, yep. is there going to be like drama, yep. you True. know? And it was fun. Lines get blurred, you know? Yeah. But no, we had fun. No drama, no nothing. We had yeah. a good time. That's crazy, man. And that was uh, almost 13 years ago. Time flies. Where in the hell does the time go? I know. Scary kind of, right? That's why, that's why you got to, people don't realize, like, stop fucking procrastinating. Stop waiting. Yeah. The, the clock is against you. It's against yeah. all of us. It's not stopping. You better do something now in do your life. Do the things Make a that change. you want to do, experience, yes. and yeah, and get your health in order, yeah. and all of that stuff now. Yes, now. Don't tap out. Don't give up. You got a lot of life left. All right. Moving on to Comment Corner. This is a five-star review. Thank you so, so much for that. I really appreciate that. Left on Apple Podcasts. And it is Suze, T-R-I-G, Suze Trigg. And she says, love, love, love. I listen to you guys every chance I get. I found your podcast about a month ago, so I have lots of catching up to do. Oh, you have a lot of episodes to get through. A lot. I'm 54, done with menopause, and I'm stronger, lifting heavier than I ever have. I'm maintaining my weight, 128 pounds, Ooh, eating 2,500 calories. That's how much? Beautiful, 2,500 calories. Wow. Yeah. Hey. So it's never too late, and love that you preach the same thing. Thanks for what you do, Suzanne from New Jersey. Thank you so much, Suzanne. Really appreciate that. That's amazing. Wow. That is amazing. Yes. She's enjoying her food. That's yeah, 2,500 is dude. That's what I'm eating. Full. Yeah, nice and full. Yes. All right. The next comment comes to us from Ms. Baking Mama. She commented on episode 444, and she says, "My my mom died last January, and it still feels like yesterday. It takes everything in me not to go down that rabbit hole every day. Nights are the worst." She's referring to because I said I I couch rotted yeah. on that episode. Yeah. And uh, I do that every once in a while because I, I, I understand this comment so much because, yes, you, you kind of start to go down a rabbit hole. Like you'll see a, something will remind you or you'll come across a picture and then you look at all the pictures, yeah. listen to all your videos. Yes. Yeah. It's tough. I know. It's hard. It is tough. So 
she said last January. So does would that mean this this January that just passed? Yeah. See, yes. it's fresh. It's fresh. It get I it does get few. It gets more. Um, I don't even want to say easier. Tolerable. It gets less frequent. The rabbit hole dives, but they still feel the same. I actually just had a dream two nights ago. Was it two nights ago? Yeah. All night long, I had to relive my mother's death. It just kept happening over and over again in my dream. Like it was, I woke up with the heaviest heart. It was awful. Awful. I don't know why your mind does that to you sometimes. I know. Why? Your own mind, right? Plays tricks. That's what they why? say. Your mind plays tricks on you. It really does. So terrible. So my heart goes out to you. I, there is nothing nothing and no one that can prepare you for the loss of a mother no no their soul ties you know yes. your, your souls are are tied that's the difference between fathers and very mothers. very different there's a biological like a different like besides the biological connection there's like a soul connection yeah because there's your soul formed within their soul exactly we it's we, just, we yeah. Sometimes men have to remind ourselves: better protect your queens, your women, your sisters, because we come from mothers. All of us, we're all made from mothers. So mm-hmm. don't forget that mothers yeah. are special. That's the difference. I'm not saying fathers aren't special, but mothers are truly special because some die giving birth. They sacrifice their own mm-hmm. life to give this child their child. Oh, yeah, life. that's what they're doing basically. Sometimes. All right. Um, moving on to the next comment. She commented on episode 446. It's Kelly Mo 22. This is the one about we talked about um, getting your mate on board and living the same hi- lifestyle with your spouse. She says, my husband and I both gained weight slowly over the nine and a half years we've been married. I'm on a weight loss journey and he is not. I try to get him to work out with me or walk with me and he won't. I don't know how to motivate him to lose weight and get healthy. So do you have any insight into that? I guess, like we talked about, I guess what we did talk about was just stay on your journey. Yes. Don't let his lack of participating derail you. It is a lot easier to go to go down to his level than it is for you to go up. So remember that for sure. Well, this is what I can say. When you were competing and you were in the best shape and you were slim and trim and doing the thing, eventually I came around like, you know what? It's time for me to make a change. And sometimes that's what it takes. Someone has to take the lead and maybe eventually he'll come around and, all right. Men are hard, it, we're hard-headed. I don't know what it yeah. is about men. We don't, it's like we're afraid to ask for help. Like the help's all there. Men don't want to ask for help. They don't want to give up their vices a lot of times because that's their go-to. And, and it's, it's, it's just hard. But harping on them ain't going to work. No. That's going to push them away. Because I know someone who tried that with his girl. It doesn't work. No, it It never doesn't. works. That you have to kind of lead by example. And, yeah. and hopefully they come around. I mean, you do have to just kind of like, whatever you do, don't derail your journey for selfish reasons. No. But also, I feel just like eventually it does rub off. Even if it's not in the same intensity and not as serious or not... Babe, you can't do that on a podcast. Sorry, Crush ice and swirl. My bad, my bad, my Keep going, keep going. Don't stop. Oh, my goodness. My <laughs> and now you're- you It's in my hand. What do you want me to do? Drop it on the floor? No. Oh, my goodness. I'm sorry. sorry. My apologies. Oh, well. <laughs> you got to learn What do you want me to do? I'm being real. I'm drinking my creatine with ice. I know, but you can't do that anymore. No more. All right. Okay. Come on, Anyways, come on. Keep going. 
stop. You're going to make me lose my train of thought. Anyways, so just keep going. That's all I can say. Yes, keep going. Don't stop. Keep going. And and it sucks because there's so, I hear this story a lot. Unfortunately, there's so many people that couples married and there's one that's on board and there's one that's not. It's like, oh, it's rough. Yeah. But you can't dummy yourself down or derail your own progress. You have to keep going. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do feel like eventually, like I said, it, it'll it'll rub off even if it's not in the same in- level of yeah. you. It does <clears throat> still help because even I have to admit, thank God that on this menopause journey that I'm on, that you are on such a serious journey too. It it does help a lot though. It yeah. helps because even when I was, you know, I've always kind of considered myself more on it than you are until now. Yeah. Um, but it does make it harder for me. You know what I mean? Because it's it's harder for me to stay on point when you are not as serious. It's harder. Of course. It's so hard. So just be mindful of that and just be careful that you don't get sucked down. Yeah. You know, because it You know what's 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 fucked up about life, unfortunately, is when you're glowing and your frequency is high, people try to pull you down to their low ass frequency. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like they give you the worst advice. And I always say this. This is what I say, people. If somebody's trying to give you any kind of advice, let's just say fitness advice or about health, and they say some stupid-ass comments like, you're getting too skinny, you're getting too this, look at them and be like, wait a minute. So I should take advice from you. If I take advice from you, will I look like you? Yeah. Will I look, oh, what's that? Will I look like you? You're giving me advice of what I should eat, how I should train, how I should look, if I'm getting too. So you're telling me I should take advice from you so I can look like you. Yeah. People well, because it's usually people who they're on their special diet or whatever. They're like, no, this is the best diet, but it hasn't worked for them yet, clearly. Yeah. And they're busted as fuck. So let's yeah. call it what it is. You know what I'm saying? I'll call them out. I don't care. Like, take your shirt off, homie. Let's see. Oh, oh man. Oh, what, what? Yeah, it's what I thought. Shut up. But then they have a, 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 opinions. opinions. We're going to get yeah. into that later because we're going to be debunking some myths yeah. in this episode. Yeah. Um, but I just wanted to throw up a, a picture I came across of us last fall doing our podcast in the living room we weren't on video yet we i think we started doing youtube on last october so we're almost a year anniversary of our youtube uh podcasts i think i said vlog but i meant podcast um it's almost a year on youtube time flies huh? but almost this will be our almost four year anniversary of our podcast will be in january of the podcast as a whole wow we got some traction. The reason why I bring that up is the next episode, Friday's episode, we will be in our new space. Yes. All the stuff came in. We've got new lighting. Got to test out the sound in there. Got to play with the lighting and set everything up. But we will be in a new space. So say goodbye to the crooked picture behind me and the books over here and everything else because we're, we're going to change it up. Switch it up. We're gonna switch it up. Get some new energy flowing. Yes. Grow this thing some more. Yes. So that is coming for Friday. So make sure you tune into that. And the hot coffee topic was comes to us from TMZ. Two TSA agents were caught red-handed stealing money from luggage in Miami. Those thieving-ass TSA. Oh, it doesn't surprise me. They're thieves. They get caught a lot. Remember that. And this is in the security line with in the bins. So they're quickly going through your stuff and just like grab stealing. Man, dirty. Hella dirty. 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 Hopefully they get prosecuted. And it's like you have to put all your possessions in the bat in, in the thing. 
And they could quickly like take some sunglasses or take, you know. Word of advice, if you have cash on you, keep it on you. You can keep cash on you. Don't put it in the bin. Don't don't do that. You can hold it in your hand. Yes, that's correct. Yep, because. Wow, the nerve of those people. The nerve in Miami airport. God, you're getting paid to do a job. And you got to be a fucking thief to it. Like you got to steal, man. Really? Yeah. Unreal. I hope they prosecute them to the fullest. I know. You know what a lot of people are doing? Not. Not relevant to this, but, and I definitely will the next time I have to check my luggage, is everyone's putting Apple AirTags in their suitcases now. Yeah. So that you can see where your luggage is at all times. That's if good. it gets lost or yeah. if someone takes it from the airport. Yep. That's happening. People show up to people's house like, hey, yeah. my luggage, my AirTags yeah. in there. Apple AirTags yep. are. Uh, yes. We got to get some. Yeah, it's good to have for different things. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, it's important. Put them in your car if you want. Yeah, it's crazy. But you know that because they had to do the security feature because when they first came out with it, people like criminals would get the air tags and they would put it in people, throw it in someone's car, whatever to track them or like crazy boyfriends or something like that. But Apple has a feature. So if someone like say you get an air tag and put it in my car It'll let me know, hey, there's an air tag in here that's not yours that's yeah. tracking you. And it will let you know because it happened to Alyssa. It happened to your daughter, right? Yeah. They never found it? No. It did there was an air tag in her car and it it sent her a message and it showed her how how long it had been tracking her and it tracked her to work and back and it was kind of scary. Damn. We never figured it out either. No? We just like the hell. Yeah. Crazy. It was very, very it's crazy, dangerous. but it does alert you. So that's good to know because think about it, You could do some crazy things with that. But I'm telling you, as a parent, I would have air tags in my, all my kids in their shoe, like the, hit, their school shoes hidden. The soul. Yeah. I would Underneath. put, I would put air tags mm-hmm. everywhere as a paranoid parent. Yep. They'd have one in every, whatever clothes they're wearing, it's going to be hidden in the inside jacket somewhere. Yeah. So if somebody snatched it, think, I'm just going to take their jacket and phone off. Nope, there's tags that still track that child. Yeah, because the first thing that the crazy person is going to do, that the kidnapper or whatever, they're going to throw their phone out. Always. They're going to, you know. Yes. So first thing is going to go. But, oh my goodness. Okay, moving on. I wanted to talk to you guys, give you guys an update on my menopause symptoms because I I posted an update on my menopause weight loss, which we'll talk about to my Instagram. So a lot of people have been asking me, you know, how's it going? What am I doing to manage my symptoms? I've gone over that already a lot on this show, but I did want to point out I've continued to not have bladder issues, which is huge. Okay. Huge. I think it's because of that vitamin, (coughs) that vitamin, uh, it's benzo. What is it? Benfotiamine or something. It's the fat soluble um, version of vitamin B1. And ever since I started taking that, I have not had an issue. This I is what I, this is what kills me. Okay. I went to the doctor. They made me go to a bladder class. They gave me all my options, bladder surgery, a bladder sling, a device they can, that I can insert when I'm working out, all this stuff. Why don't they like recommend supplements that help? Because they don't make money off of that. A surgery? So here's money. my question too, which I legitimately do not know. Surgery, come on. If a supplement fixed my problem, for now, not to say that it's a permanent fix, but for now, it's fixed. I have not had any issues. 
if a supplement fixed it, that means my issue's not anatomical. So what would they be operating on? Yeah, right. That's that's a right? good uh, that's a good question. I don't know. I have no idea. So obviously the issue's not anatomical, right? I don't know. But anyways, Surgery? if you're struggling, if you're in menopause and you're leaking, you you, you pee when you sneeze, you, when you jump up and down, when you you know what whatever. For me, it was literally walking. I would walk and I would just leak urine the entire time. I would have no, I couldn't hold it at all. It's not that I had to pee. I had an empty bladder, but would leak urine. So it was like my bladder had a hole in it. Um, but it's not happened. And, you know, so maybe it'll, it'll help you. So it's, it's vitamin B1, but it's a fat soluble version of it, the benzothiamine or whatever. But I also did an update. So my official progress update, because I didn't step on the scale until July 31st, I had already been trying to lose weight for about six weeks prior to that so my guess is i probably lost three to four pounds before i even ever stepped on the scale but we can't really count that because i don't know so uh, on july 31st i was 131.5.5 and today i'm 123 so what's today september 14th so that is two and a half months so it took me 10 weeks to lose eight and a half pounds Wow. So about a, you know, it averages out to a little less than a pound a week. That makes sense because I didn't really get um, as like strict until the last four weeks, I would say. Yeah. Like on my cheat day, I really buttoned up my cheat day. Yes, you did. Um, But eight and a half pounds. And it felt like it's weird because now I'm feeling like, okay, now it's coming off. But it felt like it wasn't coming off. But I just, I knew you got to stay the course and be patient And like I said, I was weighing myself a lot. And let me tell you, the scale bounces all over town. All over. Up and down and all around. So, but it didn't freak me out because I knew that I wasn't cheating the game. I'm I'm doing the work. So, and I'm, I know that it's, the change is happening and the scale is just data. And now I know how much my weight fluctuates. It legitimately fluctuates like three to four pounds sometimes. It's crazy. Me too. But I'm trending down. I'm trending at 123 pounds right now, eight and a half pounds down. I did a um, I did a video of, and the video that I posted, I'm put up on the screen right now. That video is actually just three weeks apart. So the jeans that I'm wearing in that video, I couldn't even put on July 31st. I couldn't even put them up over my thighs. They were not coming on. They but three weeks ago. I started feeling better, so I tried them on, and they fit. I was able to button them and zip them, but they were still spillage, but now they fit like wearable, and I I think I did talk about this, but I posted up a video, so I'll post the video so you guys can actually see the video, and then I just was laughing to myself because I don't know why I do this, but I take videos and progress pictures and all of that stuff in the worst state. When, when I'm like no makeup, dirty hair, just came back from the gym, like I couldn't look worse in every progress picture that I do. Maybe one day I will like try to look decent. That's funny. Because I would even look better like if I lotioned my body, yeah. had better lighting, turned on a ring light. But no, I look ridiculous in both the before and the after. But nonetheless. Hey, it's raw look. and real. That's yeah. All that matters. <laughs> 
you can see the fat loss and that's that okay. is all that matters and <clears throat> once again it's proving that a calorie deficit still works even in the throes of menopause i'm very much still in the throes of menopause it's not over for me i'm sure that ultimately i'm going to do hrt cuz yeah. i know that in early menopause the hormones are still fluctuating so maybe right now my estrogen's a little higher maybe that's why my bladder's not leaking but but it's still i have no period so i'm you know i have yeah. not had a period in a year and year and a half or so but definitely menopause but these damn hormones, man, what they do to our bodies, huh? Yeah. But I'm managed right now, getting the weight back off, and um, just trying to show you guys that there's hope. <laughs> there's hope for us. I'm doing this for you guys, too, not just for me. Yeah. I know. You're kind of like just figuring it out. Yeah. Because I'll tell you this. I, <clears throat> it's discouraging because you see a lot of people on social media. They will just talk about, I gained 30 pounds in menopause, gained 20 nothing I do can lose the weight. And that's scary. Yeah. And I started to think like, oh my gosh, what if everything I know and think that I know is not real and maybe these women are right and I'm not going to be able to lose this weight even though I'm doing all the right things. Like, of course, it's going to go through your head a little bit. Yeah. And um, Scary, huh? It is scary because I'm like, what if this is the time but, that but I lose still, it again? You still, can't, you still can't defy the law of thermodynamics. Yeah. I'm sorry. It comes down to the head. Exactly. So I'm doing it to give you guys hope, not to discourage you. Because I, I understand when people say that I've gained all this weight in the blink of an eye and now it won't come off. I get that. I get that because let me tell you this, to lose this eight and a half pounds, I am, I've been 100%, 100, no deviating, getting my workouts in, getting my steps in, hitting my macros, not having crazy, you know, different indulgences that I, you know, normally would maybe go overboard on chips or donuts and things like that. Haven't done any of that. So I have legitimately given it 100% to get this eight and a half pounds off. And I'm still going. Yeah, but... you've been going hard. You've been going hard. You've been going with me in the morning sometimes. Yeah. So I get it. Theory, I get that walking. it feels like there's nothing because it requires you to really be on it to get the weight off. Got to button it down. Gotta, yeah. You got to like really, you got to zero in on it. It's hard. And you can't ignore the symptoms. The menopause symptoms are what's preventing you from being able to stay on your calorie deficit. So you can't say, eh, I'm not going to deal with the menopause symptoms. I'm just going to try to hit this calorie deficit. It won't work. I tried that. I tried to kind of ignore the menopause symptoms and still just track my macros, but I was picking and tasting and starting my cheat Saturday cheat day on Friday nights yes. and ending it on Sundays we, we loose. and just We'd eat chips terrible. and shit and terrible. Not really watch exactly. And you can't do that. No, you can't. You kind of lose a little bit of that wiggle room that maybe you used to have in your twenties and thirties. No, you got to button it up. You got to get disciplined. You really do. It doesn't mean that you can't enjoy yourself. I still live a life of balance. I still do enjoy exactly. myself. I still have, you know, a, a surplus day on Saturday, which I enjoy a cheat meal. But it's just more buttoned up. It's just, it has to be more buttoned up. It does. All right. So let's debunk a couple of myths before we uh, close out this episode. And one of them will include a hold my coffee. But can we just go over some of the myths about keto? So keto 
doesn't force your body to use stored fat as energy. I can't stand when I hear people say that because it's not the right, it's not accurate. It's why people like to do keto because they think when they're blowing into that little or doing that little um, blood test and seeing that they're in ketosis, they literally are thinking that that means that they are using stored body fat (laughs) and they're melting their body fat off. Keto just makes you use the fat that you consume as energy. So keto uses dietary fat first as energy. So those high fat diets that you're eating, that's what's giving you, that's what's filling your energy tank. Yep. It's not using your stored body fat. The only time it will go in and use your stored body fat is if you're in a calorie deficit. But guess what? Any diet uses Any stored diet. body fat when you're in a calorie deficit. Yes. It doesn't need to be keto. Nope. So you can eat the carbs and, and be in a deficit. So why omit it if you don't have to? I know. That's what I don't understand. There's so much research that supports this. So please educate yourself and no longer believe this. It doesn't mean that you don't have to do keto. It doesn't mean Mm. that if you love keto, stop doing keto. It just means educate yourself on what's really happening. Yes. The reason you eat the high-fat diet instead of the carbs is because you are giving your body a fuel source. The dietary fat is the fuel source because you're not giving it carbs. It's not melting your body fat. No, but it's funny the assumptions that are made behind keto. If you don't believe me, go to YouTube, do a little search, gained weight on keto, and you will see endless amounts of people that gained very exorbitant amounts of weight on keto. Blow you away, huh? Blow you away because they went out of control with the keto. Maybe they lost weight initially, and then they kept trying to chase that initial weight loss. And then just kept gaining and gaining and gaining. And then what left them with, especially if they did dirty keto, high LDL cholesterol. Yes. Overweight, lots of body fat. You I didn't know. do that when I did keto. I didn't go to like to McDonald's and, and order, I don't know, quarter pounders and just eat the meat. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, or whatever. Because let thing. me also explain something else that's important to understand. If you eat a surplus of calories on the keto diet, that surplus is coming from dietary fat. Yep. Dietary fat is the easiest to store as body fat. Easiest. It just gets immediately stored as body fat if you're in a surplus. If you're in a surplus and it's carbohydrates, guess what happens first before it gets stored as body fat? It fills up your muscle glycogen. Yep. So you that's why carbs make you feel kind of like full, like you feel muscular. Yes. Because water they'll it'll fill up your muscles with water from the carbs so dietary fat is the easiest macronutrient to be stored as body fat protein is the least likely macronutrient to be stored as body fat which is another amazing reason why when in doubt go over on your protein always for sure so hopefully that is clear on keto so, Hold My Coffee Hold my is coffee. A, a DM that I got, which the person can remain nameless. But she commented on my YouTube video that I posted with um, loaded nachos, chili fries, and cheese sticks. Probably didn't even watch the video, which is annoying. She just commented on the thumbnail saying, yeah. a lot of processed foods. 
And I just responded and said, yeah, well, well my channel is about balance. Exactly. Better so, learn, girl. First of all, run your mouth. She probably didn't even watch the video. It's not like everything was truly like super heavy. Like the cheese sauce was cottage cheese. Okay. Yeah. Like you don't. She doesn't even know the ingredients were used. Yeah. But anyways, her. it just made me want to discuss the the what's that word perception about processed foods and why they get such a bad rap. So. Processed foods actually gets a bad rap because they're easy to overeat. Easy. It's not the actual chemicals in the food or whatever it is that's doing something to you that's making you fat. It's because the chemicals that they use make it highly palatable making us overconsume those things. Nobody overconsumes broccoli, but they'll overconsume. They'll eat past satiety on a on a pizza. Easy. Because it's delicious. Yes. Right? Yep. It's the overconsumption that's that's the problem. It's not the actual in and of itself in the for the most part except for saturated when we're talking about saturated fats, it's not the actual chemicals in the food that's making you fat it's the overconsumption of that food and there's tons and tons and tons of studies to support this people that eat a highly processed diet are more likely to consume overconsume 500 calories every day because all the foods they eat are very easy to overeat, yep. highly palatable. They're going to eat past satiety. They're going to put themselves in a surplus daily by 500 calories. Do you know what the math is on 500 calorie surplus a day? 52 pounds a year in weight gain. 52 pounds, just like that. Just like that. And it's not the, pro- it's not the chemicals in the food or no. the fact that they're processed or whatever. Because let me break it down to you. People love the bling chemicals. Most everything is processed. Most everything. Even... Even like if you see cut up broccoli florets in a bag at the produce department, that's considered processed. Yes. Anything that goes through that's not, you don't go in the garden and grab it up, it's considered processed. It's just minimally processed, but it's still processed. But it's just harder to, you know, you're not going to overeat those things, right? Because they're not as delicious. They're not as highly palatable. So that's why it gets a bad rap. Yeah. Processed foods. Because imagine trying to be like, for instance, you know, I have Doritos. I love them. I could crush a bag if right. I wanted to. If I smoked some weed and went crazy and crushed. But can I crush a bag of full of chicken, all chicken? Probably not. You know what I'm saying? Like right. You said, it's no, easy. exactly. That big, it's probably like 3,000 calories in that big bag, if not more of chips. I can crush if I wanted to go crazy. Easy. Right. I'll probably be sick, but I can't do it with chicken. Isn't that weird? Or protein. So, yeah, I mean, does. If you incorporate more whole foods into your diet, it's going to make it easier to control cravings and stay within your deficit. When you incorporate too many treats and things like that, it's just hard because you don't want to go back to eating something a little cleaner. That's why I like to make cleaner, low-calorie versions of things that I love because it kind of satisfies both. Yeah. But – I mean, to, to be overly sensitive on like, oh, that's process, that's process. That's, I mean, you're just worrying about the wrong things. If you have a lot of body fat on your body, you're worrying about the wrong things. Wrong Because things. you're still eating too much of whatever whole foods that you're eating. It's always the people that are fucking overweight that always have the best advice, I tell you. Oh, the Diet Coke, 
But the chemicals, I'm like, sweetheart, don't worry about the chemicals. Something else is going to get you before these chemicals. Right. These chemicals, you'd have to consume you know? like, you know, yeah. a, a swimming pool's worth of Diet Coke a day to have, have an effect on you. Yes. Your body fat that's continuing to increase is going to get you a whole lot faster than a swimming pool worth of Diet Coke in a day. Yeah, you're pretty much crawling to the grave. That's the way you got to look at it, you know. If you're, if you're gaining a bunch of weight and you're going towards obesity, that, that's what's going to take you out, not the Diet Cokes. So according to, according to this, refined grains and sugars do not appear to be independent risk factors when overall calories are equated. So what that means is if you're not over-consuming, the reason why we say you can have anything, because we have a cap, because we have a budget. We have a budget. So we're not, we can't over-consume. There's, it's impossible for us to over-consume if we are hitting our protein goal and staying within our calorie budget. Yes. And that's what I mean by, yeah, sure, incorporate whatever you want if you can get it to fit. Yep. You know? And yes, you know, as I, it's easy for me to say blanket things or whatever. But when I'm working with individual clients, it's like if they're like, hey, you know what? I'm really struggling with the cravings. And then I look at their food log. I'm like, you know what? You're eating too much processed foods, too much of this. Let's, let's bump up your protein. Let's remove this. See if that helps, you know, on a case-by-case basis. But if you can, if you can manage it like me, I don't have a problem having a treat at night. It doesn't set me over the edge. Yeah. To have a treat at night, it doesn't make me want to go in the, go back in the kitchen and get three more treats. It just doesn't. I just know I have my little treat at night and that's that. It's done. That's it's it. just it's done. done. Once and it's done, it's done. Highly palatable or not. Can I eat four mini itsits? Hell yeah. Easy. But I just do not because nope. it doesn't work within my, within my budget. So no. I do not. You know, I do, I rather eat protein and, and things you, like that. You know how people should look at it? Look at it like whatever your calories are for that day or, or, or your macro plans or whatever. That's, that's what you got to spend on your food. And when you run right. out of money to spend on your food, that's it. No more. Yeah. No more. You should eat no more. That's it. You ran out of, now, ran of, out course, of dinero. It is also important to look at it individually for you. For, so like yes. I, have, I, I have one of our um, listeners, Rhonda. She lo- she loves to get tips and stuff for my meals, but she's a little more like she's like oh, I don't I don't do those kind of chips. I do siete. I'm careful about my oils or whatever. That's perfectly fine. Yes, you have make to it work eat, for you. You have to eat with what makes you feel comfortable, but it doesn't mean that you can't, you know, explore like other things and treats and and, and still make things work and still have treats. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. That's all. That's what we show, though. Our style of, of coaching and eating is very balanced. It's and realistic. it's also important, though, on an individual level to what are your numbers. So, for example, if I were to, you know, we get our checkups every year. We get our cholesterol looked at. If my cholesterol, my LDL was suddenly kind of like creeping up or too high or whatever, I would know that means for me, I have to watch the saturated fat. Yeah. So maybe I'm going to scale back a little bit on some of those treats if I've been overdoing it. Some people are more sensitive to accumulating LDL cholesterol. There is correlation with people that have a high LDL cholesterol number and, you know, cardiac disease. So it is something to look at. So maybe someone, you know, that's why everyone's different. That's why we kind of talk about that all the time. Maybe this person... Like they have to eat super clean because they're very sensitive to accumulating cholesterol and their numbers are crazy. 
Yeah. Right? Just like some people have to watch their sodium intake because of their blood pressure. Everybody is kind of different. So even though I may say, sure, balance all the things, you still have to eat a diet that works for your health profile because genetically we are all different and you have to be on top of what your numbers are looking like as well yeah ours are good our cholesterol even when we were on keto our numbers were excellent very high hdl low ldl low overall total cholesterol not a cause for concern our a1c's have always been low and good so our we have no reason now if i go to the doctor for my annual checkup and something starts changing then i would definitely take a look at my diet and be like hmm what can i do to make my numbers better yeah. And then go from there. But, you know, it's very individualized. But I think that people want to just like vilify all of something, all processed foods or all this or all that, when that's not really the problem. They're worrying, you're worrying about the wrong thing. Yes. Because people, people have it in their thing. head when they hear a study or something, they think like, oh, it's the processed foods that are making you fat. No, it's still the calorie surplus. Yes. Does that make sense? It's still, still the surplus. You're still overeating. You're consume, over-consuming. It's just because, it down because of the types of foods that you're eating, mm-hmm. you are more likely to over-consume. That's been proven yeah. time and time again in yeah, studies. That's easy. Like, we could kill a box of donuts, no problem, me and you. Yeah, How many no calories problem. in a box of 12 donuts, you know? Easy. Yeah, you figure it's a pound. 3,600 calories, I would say, are in a 12, a dozen donuts. Yeah, pretty so much. if you ate like a dozen donuts on top of your maintenance calories for the day, you're going to gain a pound of body fat. Just like that. Just like that. And I'm sure I've done that. Yeah. We, we've gone ham. I'm sure I have done that. Oh, my goodness. I do. Donuts are in the future, though. So that's, that's what, <sighs> that's, that's, and that's, and a lot of videos and People that I follow on YouTube just say the same thing you say, nutritious foods first. Try to yeah. hearty, nutritious. Uh-huh. And what we mean by that is doesn't have to be salads and broccolis and chicken breasts and look all right. perfect. I don't eat like that. Mm-hmm. I just eat. My, I hit my protein goal and stay within my macros. I do. I love the, the, the flexibility of eating what I feel like right. eating. Right. Whatever kind of you feel like. And if you noticed in the video that I did, the full day of eating video. It wasn't a full day of eating video. It was actually, this is not a full day of eating video is what I said. This is just three of my favorite things because I would not have those three meals. It was cheese sticks, chili cheese fries, and protein nachos. That's not what I would have in a day. No. I wouldn't have that. Usually, I have, I'll mix, I have an intermix, which you guys know because I do a full day of eating, but I mix things up. You know, sometimes I'll have something that's like kind of, more of like that indulgent treat style meal and then I'll have a salad or I'll have my salmon and rice and veggies so I kind of have a good balance. Again, balance. It's all about balance. And I don't incorporate my treat until the end of the day because sometimes I don't get it because I just can't fit it. Yeah, It's the last thing that I get and it's at the end of the day. So I feel I've you know, I get make sure I hit my protein, do all of that stuff first. But again, but it's not, I just don't have this quota for how much is processed and how processed is that. I don't worry. You want to know why I don't worry? Because I don't overeat because I stay within a calorie budget. Those things become issues if you overeat. If you open a bag of chips and you eat the entire bag of chips, that's, a that's when it becomes an issue. Big issue. But so is eating an entire jar of peanut butter. That's true too, or almond butter, as you say. That's a problem too. Former competitors have done. 
Yeah, a lot of people have that problem, actually. I've never done that. As much as I love peanut never butter, I've life. never cracked a jar open and went ham and never. polished it. Never. No. Could you imagine? I, man, that's a lot. Your body's going to be plugged up with a lot of fat. Yeah, well, then that's when you're, the saturated fat might be an issue on, yes. your, on your cholesterol numbers. Yep. So, yeah, I just, time and time again, I get that people are concerned with the processed foods or the oils or the... Listen, if you want to clean things up as you go, fine. But if you're sitting here right now and right now you are over consuming whatever it is that you are eating, that's the first thing you got to get under control. You know what I mean? You're wor- you don't worry about everything all at once, like we've said many times. Just at least worrying about let's lower your volume so we can get some of that body fat off because it's that body fat that's the immediate problem. Yeah. So the the more granular you get about your diet the more specific or like phobic you get about certain macronutrients and certain food groups the harder it's going to be to get that body fat off the more rules and restrictions you put on yourself you're just making it harder to get the body fat off it's hard enough as it is to get body fat off yeah why make it harder why but some people want complication yeah. in their life i swear they want complicated diets or yeah. macro plans whatever you want to call it it's like no it's not complicated I mean, don't, it's a numbers game. Yeah, don't don't complicate it, and no. then maybe you can have some success. Yeah. All right, you guys. So the next time you see us, hopefully we will be in a new home, and you guys will love it and support us. Um, but thank you so much for tuning in to another episode, and we'll see you on the next one. See you.